Well, it was disconcerting to me, he said on the Ashley Brad Show. If you heard yesterday's break about uh, me going to the film with my uh, young son. Right. And walking out going, boy, I, hmm, I, uh, that does not seem familiar, having realized that we did see the movie. And for him, too. He also didn't yeah. remember seeing it. It, I, it was I don't know. That's what I guess that's what made it even more bizarre. It would be one thing for me to go, boy, it's weird that I don't remember that movie. And you could just chalk that up to age. Yeah, and the but second, for him, he was like, yeah, I don't remember that. Anyway, huh. uh, apparently it's happened to everybody else. You so probably fell feel, asleep in the movie the it, first that time. That could have been it. <laughs> that could have been it. But uh, that's not. I'm not the only person who have felt this because other people called in and said this in the seventies. I don't remember half the concerts I went to. And uh, I see something on TV. I just know immediately I was at that concert. And I don't even remember it. So, yeah, there's a lot of things in the 70s that made that happen. (laughs) That's my story. Yeah. Probably not falling asleep is my guess at the concerts. Maybe not. But maybe not. Anyway, it's uh, certainly happened before. But for me, who remembers everything, it was just disconcerting. Yeah, it was That's a little weird. Anyway, hmm. thanks for getting in touch, as you often do, on our text and voicemail line, which is 888-922-7234, 888-9AB-RADIO. Let's get into news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, crash test dummies uh, for cars are typically based on the average male body, which would explain why women are 73% more likely to be injured in road collisions. Researchers and engineers have unveiled the first crash test dummy uh, modeled entirely after a female body. The Swedish team behind the new crash test dummy believes that this could lead to the development of safer seats uh, and features for both men and women. Okay. So hot cocoa Oreos have returned for the holiday season. Hot cocoa Oreos are made with a traditional cookie base. Of course, they've got the one layer of the uh, regular cream and then a second layer of hot cocoa flavored cream. You can find them on store shelves nationwide for a limited time. So Emmy winning director Ken Burns, he always does such fantastic sure. docuseries. Right. Uh, his latest one, it's called The American Buffalo. It imparts a message of hope, even though it chronicles the near extinction of bison. It's a two-part, four-hour show. It explores the special relationship between the Native American people and the buffalo. American Buffalo is available to stream on PBS.org and the PBS app. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Welcome in, everybody. Here it is, your 18th day of October for 2023. Today is day 281 of the year. There are only 74 days left in this year. And we're going to tell you who's got birthdays. Right at the very top, who would you rather face? The 85 Bears or a whole team full of tiny dickas? Mike Ditka. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mike. From the Chicago Bears is now 84 years old. I just remember the SNL, George right. Went. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Chris Farley, George Went. Uh, th- those were the characters. They were the got Bears it. fans. Got it. Got it. Uh, let's see. Joe Morton has got a birthday. He's now 76 years old. Pam Dauber from Mork and Mindy is 72 years old. JCVD, Jean-Claude Van Damme, everybody, mm. turning 63 years old. He's the muscles from Brussels, right? That's right. Okay. Sean Patrick Flannery is 58 years old. Frida Pinto is 39. Skier Lindsey Vaughn is 39. Zach Efron, 36 years old. Bristol Palin is 33. Tyler Posey is 32. And Barry Keegan is 31 years old. It happened on this date in history. In 1867, the U.S. took possession of Alaska purchasing it for only $7 million. 
There are houses in the U.S. that you yeah. can't even get for that amount of money. That's right. Wow. In 1898, wow. a little bit on the same day, the U.S. took possession of Puerto Rico. How about that? We're in the acquiring business on this I date in history. I guess so. In 1921, well, it was the greatest invention since sliced bread. Because what are you going to do with all that sliced bread? <laughs> Eat it. You need to put it into a toaster. Ah, oh, the toaster. Charles Perkins Streit patented his uh, toaster. And in 1925 on this date, this was the date the Grand Ole Opry opened up. Oh, that's awesome. Special events for today. It's Necktie Day. Mm-hmm. Love Your Body Day. Chocolate Cupcake Day. All right. Well, that way I don't know because I said yesterday too. I know, yesterday. So I'm so, so it's, confused. It's both. It's No Beard Day. I'm doing that quite well so far. <laughs> Yours is looking pretty good Mine's too. Little, yeah, I was just going to say it looks, looks nice. And also World Menopause Day. Oh, how about that? Anything you'd like to add to that? <laughs> Not all? particularly. No? Okay. No thanks. All right then. <laughs> you have a birthday and a special event. Tell us when yours is and we will celebrate with you. Dial the number 888 Ashley and Brad. Well, it's Ashley and Brad on the radio. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. I can see my dog on camera here. Uh, he is now visiting with me in the studio Aww. for today. Uh, Hi, so, Balto. What you doing over there? <laughs> he's uh, quite the handsome boy, as Aww, I see him there, sitting in my is. lap. Good boy. Uh, so <laughs> let's look ahead to the calendar here. I know we we haven't even hit, uh, you know, Halloween. It's 13 yeah, days from today. Yeah, just a couple weeks. But just after that, of course, it's going to be a rush to get to Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and then Christmas because everybody's in a rush to get to the next thing. I don't know why. We, we can't just prepare. enjoy what's ahead of us. You can, but you've got to prepare for stuff. Otherwise, you're like, oh, no, I don't have this ready. I don't have that ready. Okay. Well, when it comes to Thanksgiving, there are several ways people approach this. Mm-hmm. There's the, I'm going to make everything at home by myself. There's the... The Martha Stewart version? The Martha Stewart version. <laughs> Please. There's, which is probably what my wife does. We love doing that way. There's also the potluck version where everybody brings something. That's nice. With a big gathering of people. Right. Or there's the, you know what? We're going to have somebody else do the dinner. Right. We're and there's a couple go, of ways to do right, that. Go to a restaurant or have yeah. someone cater it. Yeah, because there's the restaurant and hotel or there are, or even the restaurants and, and hotels that provide like the whole package. Like you just you oh, pick yeah. it all up. Right. So, so what's the easiest dinner? I mean, especially if you're going to have a bunch of guests over, is it easier to assign everyone to do something? Because there's only so much oven space. There's only so yeah. much kitchen space. There's, you know, you know, when you visit and travel, you want to, you want to help somebody, but sometimes you're like, stay out of my kitchen. <laughs> I yeah. got this. Right. So what do you prefer to do? So when we have it, we usually invite a bunch of people over. Right. And yeah, we'll usually have them contribute us something. Mm-hmm. But we're like almost, a potluck. Yeah, but we're almost always doing the bird, mm-hmm. and we'll do probably three other things. Okay, and then they'll bring desserts and sides and other things as right, well. Right, right. So I like so, a combination as well. I mean, to have to do every single thing with the Martha Stewart and yeah. the tablescape and the, all the stuff, and then do all of the cooking and all of the baking and all, it's. I've done that a couple of times and went. I'm not doing that again. Well, but that, but that's something so, my wife loves doing. Right. So it's in her wheelhouse to do all that. Yeah, I, I so. like that combination of the two where. You know, you either maybe have a couple of people bring some desserts or, and I do, I've seen a couple of the restaurants and, and hotels and what they offer that you can bring home. And I'm like, now that's, so, it's a little pricey. Well, yeah, it <laughs> is. One pricey. year we did the Vegas buffet. When oh, a Vegas one. Her mother mm-hmm. lived in La- <sighs> That was a spread. But that was yeah. a spread. You go, wow, There's you can't top this by home cooking. Because you can keep going up and up and up oh and up gosh. and up. Yeah. So that was enjoyable, <laughs> so too. how about you guys? 888 
922-7234. What's your preference when it comes to a big, huge dinner spread like that? Ashley and Brad. Expanding your vocabulary one word at a time here on the Ashley and Brad radio program. If you've missed these words, well, they are available for you to check out on our website, which is ashleybradradio.com. You'll see at the top a link for all of these words of the day where they appear. 150 plus. Wow. Got the word, got the definition. Yeah. As of today, it's the plus territory. Wow. So we're 151. Uh, Today's word I'd love for you to try and spell first for us (laughs) is Farago. 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 Yes. Farago. It is a noun from the mid-17th century Latin. Farago. Hmm. So it's not F-R-O-G. It's not Frago. You better figure it out. Farago. I'm going to say F-E-R-R-A-G-O. Is. Missed it by a vowel. F-A-R-R-A-G-O. Okay. Farago is how you spell that. What's it mean? A confused mixture. Of what? Stephanie's junk drawer was a farrago of tools, <laughs> bills, office supplies. Mine too, Stephanie. <laughs> the movie was a farrago of pop culture and classic Hollywood references. Okay. It's a Latin word which originally meant mixed fodder or corn. It's a catch-all for their grain mixture is what they used oh, to say. Okay. But referring to the junk drawer. It's about as American as apple pie. Everyone's got one. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice farrago of so miscellaneous it's, things. It's things, not words. It's not like a portmanteau. No, it's okay. just no things, a confused stuff. mixture of things. Like this studio. No, there's yes, that, I know no. where everything is in its perfect place <laughs> no. in the studio. I beg to differ. I would beg to differ with you. <laughs> Ashley and Brad. Well, thanks, Francis. You got in touch with the Ashley and Brad show as you've been doing on our phone line, which is 888-9AB-RADIO. The question yesterday, oh, songs that can make you tear up. Oh, yeah. Cats in the Cradle. Uh, among one of the three wooden crosses, there were others. But I knew plenty of people would chime in with yeah. their thoughts about these. Francis said, let's not forget about this one. Garth Brooks, The Dance. There's a backstory to it that for the longest time, I could not listen to that tune without remembering what it was in reference to. And it was a young man's um, death due to cancer. Mm-hmm. That was dedicated to him by his then-girlfriend, and they were juniors in high school. But it's a especially sad song, but it's also just one of the greatest songs of all time. Really love listening to you guys. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, so like I said, yeah, there's, everybody's got a song a like that. That's a good one, too, yeah. There's, I mean, man, especially around 9-11, there's a bunch of songs that, yeah, are, that are played. That for you're sure. Like, man. Um, Sometimes just Lee Greenwood's Proud to be an American sure. will make me kind of tear up. Every 4th of July, absolutely. Wow. Or Vince Gill. Live in concert, boy, Vince Gill. Yes. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for getting in touch. 888-922-7234 is that phone number. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved the use of sound waves to break down tumors. It's a technique called histotripsy. Pioneered at the University of Michigan, the FDA awarded clearance to Histosonics, the company founded by those UM engineers and doctors, for the use of it to destroy uh, targeted liver tissue. 
might hmm. work on lots of other things, too. It works by using ultrasound waves that form these micro bubbles within the tumor, and then the bubbles form and collapse, and it causes the mass to break apart. Wow. And it kills the, the tumors, and then your body's immune system gets rid of it. That's that. amazing. Yeah. So Ed Curry, the South Carolina hot pepper expert, uh, he was the one who grew the Carolina Reaper. Yeah, right. Well, he's broken his own world record with a new pepper called Pepper X. Yeah, I've uh, heard about this one for a while. It was publicly named uh, just a couple of weeks ago the hottest pepper in the world by yep. Guinness. A regular jalapeno, there's that Scoville unit sure. scale. A regular yep. jalapeno is about 5,000. Mm-hmm. The habanero is about 100,000. The Carolina Reaper, 1.64 million units. Yeah. Pepper X, 2.69 million. <sighs> Stronger wow. than bear spray and... Wow. <laughs> and I can't wait to try it is my uh, Ugh, really? point. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it isn't quite Halloween without watching It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, so you're going to want to free up a couple of hours this weekend. Apple TV, which owns the right to the 1966 Halloween special, is going to make it available for everybody yeah, on Saturday and better. Sunday, whether or not you have an Apple TV subscription it's like or not. like the good old days. Yeah. Turn on CBS, get that. your jammies ready for bed, and then you could watch it. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> and that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. What time is it, he asked? Games people play. Yeah, it's game time, <laughs> according to the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, the spinners here. Always time for that. As uh, we trot out the game, would you rather? This is the same game of questions you've been playing since junior high school. We clean up our questions for the airwaves. Yeah. Not the same ones you would you rather <laughs> back then. Not the questions we ask off the air. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but these are the ones we will ask, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought-provoking, deep questions sometimes. Sometimes like? not. Uh, I'd love to know this answer. Oh, you would? Would you give up cursing forever or ice cream for 12 years? <laughs> hmm. huh. Such an insightful mm. question into the soul of Ashley. Well, going without the ice cream is going to make me uh, curse. Um mm. I say. Probably the ice cream. <laughs> You'll give up. The, probably. That says so much, doesn't it? Now, doesn't would that you? Say so much? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Okay. Would you rather go without shampoo? Because you've got this like kind of bird feather hair like I, I have, do. and you have to wash. I know. So, would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or without toothpaste? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dirty, stringy hair or teeth. See, you can go without toothpaste. It really is the function of what it is you're eating. Mm. Um, really? I mean, if you're flossing and eating pretty good foods and stuff. Nobody said anything about floss. This is shampoo or toothpaste. Well, you didn't say floss. I you just know, said toothpaste. Right. So, so you could you, still floss. Would you rather- and you could dry brush your teeth, too. With what? Your, your finger? Toothbrush. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I, I, don't, I'll go uh, life without uh, toothpaste. Okay. I'll go that one. Okay. Glad you're sitting over there in the studio. Um would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach be green oh. or never have to stand in line again? Hmm. Well, because see, both of those deal with my patience, which I exactly. seem to lack so a little bit. Right. <laughs> That's why I asked the question. You know, I don't mind being at red lights in the car because it gives me a chance to, you know, make sure my temperature and I can adjust stuff. And so I don't mind those. The standing in line. Hmm. <sighs> Okay. Not my favorite. Okay. Would you rather uh, be forced to listen to the same 10 songs on repeat for the mm. rest of your life or 
only be able to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life. I'm doing both currently anyway. <laughs> I usually only listen to it's the same. Groundhog Day anyway. Kind of. Um, so movies or music. Movies or more, music. More songs than you movies. Only get ten, you only get ten songs and you get five movies. Yeah. Forever. Oh boy. Um, I do enjoy both so much. Uh, so is it the visual or audio meter? I guess... I guess the same 10 songs. All right. That'd be hard to live without well, those. lock it in and rip the knob off. You got it. Would you rather have people know all the details of your finances mm-hmm. or all the details of your love life? Well, they're both on that uh, kind of uh, empty scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I see. Um, you know, I don't... Uh, either one. It, that one really wouldn't matter to me. But you need, you need to pick one, though. It's a would you rather question. Um, I guess what I, I I was always told that you shouldn't talk about either one of those. So uh, yeah, well, mm, you got to here. Mm, you got to choose one: uh, finances or love life. I love uh, finances. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Either way, I wouldn't care. Oh, open really? book. No, okay. I don't care. Listen, there's been a lot of rumors mm, okay. that aren't true, so I didn't want to listen. Would you rather have to always wear heavy boots or heavy shoes, some kind of something that weights you down? Yeah. Or Never be able to wear shoes again, ever. Oh yeah, I'll go. I'll go barefoot. Sure, you would. Yeah, absolutely. no matter where you go. I spent what the first twelve years of my life almost, except for school. If I got home, the shoes were off, so I was out uh, okay. barefoot all the time. So that'd be easy to do. Ashley and Brad. Thirteen days and counting until Halloween here on the Ashley and Brad Show. So uh, if you're wise, you haven't gotten the candy yet for your house. I have not. Good. I see it though on the store, and I'm like, oh, that bag looks no. good. I hope it's here next time no. I come. You got no. It'll be there. You gotta wait till preferably the night before, since yours will be gone that night. I know. I half the time so. I get by two bags because I eat one on the way home. Yeah, that's not that. That's I not know. Good. So anyway, uh, so the candy. Of course, we used to grow up in that. <laughs> period of time where you had to be careful they didn't know if they were going to put razor blades and apples and listen there's thing. all kinds of stuff you got to be and careful now about with look there's all kinds of things that could be mistaken for candy that could slip anyway but that's not the, the date actual candy now can be dangerous we're talking about the hazards of the candy itself right in terms of choking choking hazards, hazards right and baby center said here's a list of potentially choking hazard candies because a lot of times the little kids are so cute yeah. and they come up and you give them a little handful and they stick their little hands in the mm-hmm. bag and they want to take a little candy right. but they said you got to be kind of careful because some of them don't really dissolve you know like a jolly rancher you know something like that that gets well, yeah. caught in a, in a kid's throat could be really dangerous sure. uh jawbreakers is on the list gummy bears yeah uh, anything with marshmallowy you know because that can kind of expand in the hmm. mouth yeah uh, hot tamales i don't know if that's so much because of the heat maybe that would cause a, an issue for the kid to start coughing well the size of it i think is you know it's mm. like they always say care, uh, hot dogs are always choke hazards because right. there's the size of a throat right so. but then why would m&ms be on the list because they're little and they melt um Maybe the I don't know. In your mouth, forms, not in your hand, yeah, of course. The giant glob of chocolate that forms <laughs> while you're chewing <laughs> Maybe, them. I don't, I don't know. So there's a few things on this list to kind of be, uh, you know, wear. But I buy usually a bag that is mixed with all kinds of stuff. So I, I'm not going to go through it and necessarily pick it out. But I right. guess as a parent, they're saying, you know, double check that bag. Okay. Because, of course, you grab all the good stuff anyway, don't right. you? Ashley and Brad. You're hanging out with Ashley and Brad on the radio. We are appealing to your auditory senses, but for a moment, let us turn to your olfactory senses, the nose and the things that you can smell. Right. There are, uh, of course, there are certain smells in the world 
that most people don't like. But you're like, you know what? It's not that bad. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I've got a friend who's like that with skunks. My grandfather like, was the same way. Oh, Papa. Oh, Papa. And I, in fact, really? it's funny when we even mm. when talking about this before we started talking about it on the air, I immediately thought of my grandfather who said, you know, I don't mind the smell like of the skunk. Like he enjoys so, it or he just well, doesn't mind it? He didn't mind it as much. Ugh. I think because he grew up in, you know, mostly rural area where okay. there were probably lots of them. He was yeah. like, eh, it's a very familiar smell to him. Okay. How about that? All right. This guy said uh, a mechanic shop smell. Okay. I guess like all the grease. The grease and the, and the gasoline. And, yeah. Okay. It smells homey. I've got a friend like that with tires. The tire store. I don't like uh, That's okay. like, woof, yeah. woof. And I, maybe if you work there, you get used to it. It's not, you know, that big of a deal. Right. Uh, this lady said the, the smell you get when you first have to kick on the heat in the winter. Oh, There's the like dust the, that burns off of the... Uh, is that what that smell is? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because every time I'm like... Yeah. House on fire? What's right. happening in here? It's a dust burn. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, this person said a just blown out match. That sulfury oh, that kind I, of smell. Mm, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. The I don't mind smell. that one. Really? That one doesn't bother yeah. me. Oh, this one I don't like. Fresh asphalt. Okay, not that bad. Oh, so my roommate is redoing some stuff in his bathroom, and yeah. they had to bring in a hot mop yesterday. Yeah. and uh, A hot tar. Oh, the whole house. Done. Yeah, I don't see. It's, it's the other, same thing. Whoa. You don't like the smell of pavement after the rainfall. Mm-mm. I do. Mm-mm. Yeah. I that's like something that. I don't like at all. This one on the list, I definitely, uh, I've always liked the smell. And it's the same thing with like um, cleaning supplies in the house, like bleach and stuff. Yeah. Chlorine at the swimming pool. Absolutely. I love that smell. Yes, me too. I, I don't know Th- why. That means but, summertime. Yeah. That's the what more it means of to it, me like, too. Okay. Here we go. Cannonball. Cannonball. Ashley and Brad. Like I said, the uh, the question we asked you yesterday, uh, I knew would get a lot of responses. What, Which one? What are the songs that make you tear up? Mm-hmm. So we already got Francis uh, calling in to tell us that it was um, Garth Brooks' The Dance. Yeah. N- knocking on Heaven's Door is another one. It's a tearjerker. Uh, Ricky, they played that at Ricky's brother's funeral. Oh. So especially any song that was perhaps a favorite of that person. Right. You're going to think of in a different way. Yeah. Uh, Tears in Heaven, Eric Clapton, oh, of course. Oh, yeah, that he, he wrote, wrote about, about his, his son, son. Connor. Oh. And then Teresa said, I agree with Cats in the Cradle and Three Wooden Crosses. Yeah. Others uh, include Remember When by Alan Jackson. Oh, that's always a good one, yeah. And uh, an- another Randy Travis song, I Thought He Walked on Water. So there's a couple oh. from Randy that uh, make people tear up. Anyway, yeah. thanks, everybody, for getting in touch. I knew it would get those responses because everybody's got at least one of them. Everybody's got one song that makes yeah. them cry. Triple eight nine two two seven two three four. Here's news. The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, crash test dummies for cars are usually based on the size of the average male body. Uh, and that could explain why women are 73% more likely to be injured in road collisions. So researchers and engineers have just unveiled the first crash test dummy modeled entirely on the female body. The Swedish team behind the new crash test dummy believed that this could lead to the development of safer seats and many other features for both men and women okay. in a car, and probably right. kids too. Okay. So while it seems like pumpkin spice season just started, rumors about holiday menus are starting to swirl. Duncan hasn't officially released their holiday menu for 2023, but an Instagrammer figured it out and leaked it. The Duncan holiday items are supposed to drop November 
November 1st, along with a bunch of new cup designs. Among last year's favorites that are going to be returning, one of the new additions this year appears to be the spiced cookie coffee, which will be available hot or iced. Mm. So some big name NFL shows are obviously coming up. We know the Super Bowl and Usher is going to be at least one of the halftime performers. But there's also Thanksgiving Day games. And Dolly Parton is set to perform the halftime show live at the Washington Commanders Dallas Cowboy game that day okay. as well. So I'm I'm going to Tebow that one. And the Lions is the that. other one, right? Because so. they're always uh, out there on Thanksgiving. Yeah, the Lions will be playing the Packers on that day, uh, but they are not. They at least haven't yet released hmm. the halftime performance okay. for that game. Right. And that's your news roundup. Ashley and Brad. Play along, listener, as we find ourselves in game time. Uh, you will be trying to guess the secret movie title as we play Movie Password. You know how this works. We're going to have each other try and guess that secret movie title by giving one word clues at a time. No proper nouns, though, but through the magic of radio, you, the listener, can hear those secret movie titles without us hearing it in the studio. That's how it works. Um, no theme necessarily, just a bunch of random movies we can throw together. For example, here is okay. the first one. Okay. The movie title is Hocus Pocus. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure you've seen that. This is the thing. I don't know what you've seen because you don't see any movies at all. That's so and not I've true. I've seen tons. It's a little hyperbolic. Mm, it's mostly true. <laughs> but anyway, no. the first one, <laughs> let's go with Sisters. Sisters. Mm-hmm. Practical Magic? Uh, no. Uh, let's go with Witches. Fact, Practical Magic? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, the fact that ho- you even guessed ho- that as the first clue was coincidental. Uh, Hocus Pocus? Exactly. Ta-da. I love that I one. I was making That's it easy for you. Oh, well, thank you. And that was you. one that I actually knew you'd seen, so I had to go start I've with something. I've seen both of those. Practical Magic and Hocus Pocus. I had to Pocus. start with Low Hanging Fruit. I thought you just said I never watched any movie you ever. You don't. Those two I know you have. <laughs> the movie title is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, Okay, this one's a two-parter, but I'll see. Okay. Uh, car. 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 Okay, cars. No. You can't, you can't do that. I thought you well, could. Uh, rental. Car rental. Oh. You've done this movie before. <laughs> I know, because I love it. Well, then you can't. I love it so You're much. supposed to go with novel titles of things we've never guessed before. <laughs> such a good one. But Just it, say it. Just say it. No. Just say it. Just say it. Planes, trains, automobiles. Yes. I mean. <laughs> so you're supposed to make it a little more okay, challenging I'll make it than that. Okay, harder next time then. You gave me a gimme, I gave you a gimme. Now let's do harder ones. Gimmies that have never been done before is a different <laughs> Whatever. story. Whatever, tomato, tomato. No, stop. The movie title is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Car? How's that for another a borrowed clue? Car? Car, car, car. Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Flying? Oh, the DeLorean one. Um, hold on. Uh, not Ferris Bueller. <laughs> the um, fact that you're even struggling back with Back in the time. time. Back to the future. <laughs> no. Oh. You even had to struggle that long for that title. Um, no. Inventor. Tesla? Children. Hmm. Okay, hold on. Children. Flying car. Oh, oh. Um... Dick Van Dyke. Chitty, uh, chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Yes. Oh. There you go. Okay. The movie title is Rain Man. Gambling. Oh, boy. Uh, casino. 
that's a good guess. No. Uh, brothers. Gambling Brothers. Um, uh, Rain Man. Yes. Wow. Rain Man. Okay. Not that hard a game. See? Well, for you. Why do you detest this you? game so much? <laughs> it's pretty easy, actually. For you. Ashley and Brad. We talked earlier today on the Ashley and Brad show about the junk drawer. Everybody's got a junk drawer, usually in the kitchen. Right. Uh, but it is it, that was related to today's word, farrago, mm-hmm. which is a uh, confused collection. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, there's some people that live in farrago. Their whole yeah. house is farrago, oh, not yeah. just a drawer, but oh. it's a confused collection in their house. We're not so much living like that. I mean, we're mostly put together, but it's. It's the stacks of paper that uh, are, are right. the ones that drive me because that's. And that's, this time of year, it's just going to get worse. There's mail that's going to come in. There's cards. There's all kinds of stuff. And you're like, where do I put this stuff? I know. I know. So there's people that live, you know, in a very clean, sterile environment. Right. Then you got the Martha Stewart's who have yeah. a, a little spot for everything. Yeah. She, I, I remember seeing an episode once where her tools, she drew a chalk, like a little chalk outline right. of her tool. So she knew if so something you know was if something's gone, gone where, it goes back. I'm yeah. like, wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm. My I am, a bucket. How does that tell you? <laughs> I'm pretty clean. I've got a, a slight touch of uh, a little OCD, so I, I like things where they go, ah. and so I like to put them always back so where they are. So why don't you have a chalk outline so, <laughs> of your tools? <laughs> I just need a chalk. What's wrong I, with you? I why aren't you ch- doing it, Martha Stewart? I way? need a chalk outline of a lot of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, you do. But there are some habits of super clean people, and I'm going to uh, see how many of these things that you do every day. Okay. Uh, at night, do you go and kind of clean and pick up so that in the morning it's a fresh start or are there, um, there's things in the sink yeah, and on the stove see, okay. and so the tale of two people my wife absolutely prefers that method oh, where everything too. is crystal clean and for the next morning so right. when you get up it's right because it's usually such a hurry in the morning uh, right a spot free kitchen so we can then right. mess it again right. me I'm like mm, you can leave the dishes in but as long as the countertop's <sighs> clean and be able to work but anyway um, no. So, yes, we do have it clean. Yeah, I, I prefer it too. And I used to do that with the kids' toys. I would at least have put buckets and put away yeah. so that it was just ready and fresh in the morning. All right. Um, this, I when the kids were little, now that you know I'm an empty nester, it's not so much, but dedicated days for dedicated areas. Like, mm. you know, Thursday might be laundry day. Friday, well, th- wow. every day was laundry day, but, you know, one day might be cleaning the bathrooms. The other one might be, you know, vacuuming. The other, well, you know, stuff it like that. De facto becomes the night before people come over. Yeah, exactly. So, which for us is Wednesday <laughs> we night. We've been cleaning seven months. Let's get to uh, it. I mean, we do it every week, so it's usually around Wednesday, but we also do laundry on Sundays. So oh, I do that's laundry. How it works oh, out. Every day I had yeah. to do it. Uh, taking out the trash daily. Not daily. I don't do that. I do no. it when it's full. When it's full. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and then you stomp your foot on top and push so, it down and exactly. get a few more days can, out of it. Exactly. I can get sure. a couple more days. Uh, the no-shoe policy. No shoes on mm. inside the house. Uh, it is a flip of the coin. We prefer it that way, but we don't insist on it that way. Okay, because so I've got a girlfriend that? who's got a sign. That yeah, I know. It, it even says, it's like, put your stuff here. Yeah. They have slip, like guest slippers for right. people. That I'm like, that's a lot. Right. Um, the cleaning while cooking, I definitely try to do. Yes. So that I'm not just left as you go. Yeah. with just a pile of stuff. Yeah. And this one, oof, this this is the bane of my existence. Handle the mail as it arrives. Mm. That's the one yeah. I just, I, for yeah. as I, let, neat and tidy as I am. Let's refer to those piles of papers yeah, earlier. That's the one that gets me too. There's a bunch of stuff. How about you guys? How many of these do you do you really keep to? 888 Ashley and Brad. 
What is this show about? Well, it's a lot of things here on the Ashley and Brad Show. We talk about these lists often about the uh, the unhealthiest states in oh, our yeah. union. Just oh, yeah. yesterday, <laughs> we're talking to you, West right. Virginia, oh, I know. and a lot of the other SEC states uh, made that list. But yeah. this is uh, another list which, boy, you could spend the rest of eternity on these kinds of lists. Yeah. And I've seen them come out, and Rolling Stone will often publish these about the top 100 lists right. of something. And usually by the end of the year, you kind of go back and look at stuff, and you're like, hey, what was the best of this and the best of that? Yeah. You kind of do it more towards the end of the year. Yeah. But they came up with the top 100 guitarists of all time. Yeah. See, Dead or alive. Yeah. And you wow. Would, you would hope in that list it's not nearly exhaustive but of those 100 you go yeah i think my favorite guitarist is probably in there right and it's interesting because a lot of guitarists i've never heard of uh, okay. but then there were some guitarists that were way down on the list and i i was a little shocked by okay. that um but you can go on at rolling stone uh and and check it out uh, well you let's know, hear some when of you're them trying to look busy at work but like les paul yeah who created the guitar the solid that body, solid body guitar. guitar yeah 68 out of 100. Okay. Now, he may have invented it, but he wasn't maybe the technician or musician that others would consider. In their little description, they even said he was like one of the best of the best. I'm like, well, how do you... I know. Alex Lifeson from Rush at 58? Okay. What? All right. That seems a little far down on the list. Okay. Uh, They've got Bo Diddley at 41. I think he should be like in the top 10. Okay. David Gilmore. Pink Floyd. Number 28. Okay. One of my all-time favorite guitarists who died tragically young, Prodigy, uh, at number 21, Randy Rhodes. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Ozzy's band. Yep. Mother Maybelle Carter at number 17. Okay. They said she was the one who kind of brought in the harmonies and all the different. So a lot of people emulate her style. Okay. Joni Mitchell at number nine. She has a very interesting way of playing. That's, right. That's, that she has, wow, she's do, differently tuned guitar and she mm-hmm. kind of plays open string. That's interesting they put so her at nine. So they put nine. her at nine. See, mm, I, I know. I, I don't even know where my favorites rank in here, but Jeff Beck, among one He's of my favorites. He's higher up on the list, too. I, I, was I would like, think what? so. Uh, Stevie, no, but I mean, like, Stevie Ray Vaughan would be in there. He was on the list in the top three. Okay. If you want to hear, if you want a spoiler alert and you want to look it up yourself, uh, no, then do that yourself. Top but three. Let's top hear. three, Jimmy uh, Page okay. from Zeppelin. Zeppelin yeah. uh, Chuck, Berry Chuck Berry in at number two. two. And the number one. And I don't know if it's because he lit his guitar on fire or what it was, but Jimi Hendrix. Well, he was called Master of the Stratocaster for a reason. Well, he played with his teeth. He could do it behind his back. I mean, And he strung a left-handed guitar for yes, himself. Upside yes, down. So, yes. Yeah. Ashley and Brad. Well, the website really is the place to go for everything Ashley and Brad. It's a uh, one stop for everything you need for us. It's AshleyBradRadio.com is the address. There you will find the words of the day link at the very top to every word we've been doing so far. You will also see the uh, the social media, the Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can see the videos that we've been posting. The Ashley and Brad show under a minute. That has uh, been very popular recently with some of the videos. What do you think about that, Balto? And uh, yeah, it's bring your dog to work day for some reason. It was bring your dog to work today, and I am having a good time holding him. So he's on the video there as well. So anyway, it's the uh, website, ashleybradradio.com. The the email link is there. The phone number link there. It's all there, including our podcast right there in the middle. Listen to all of our shows. Let's find out what else is news right now. 
The Roundup with Ashley Page. Well, top of the list, he's a good boy. Yes, he is. Yes, you are a good boy. But in other news, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved the use of sound waves to break up tumors. It's a technique called histotripsy. It was pioneered at the University of Michigan. The FDA awarded clearance to Histosonics, the company founded by UM engineers and doctors. It was originally used to destroy targeted liver tissue, but it's looking like it could work in lots of applications. Wow. They use uh, ultrasound waves to form micro bubbles within the tumor, and and the force created uh, by the bubbles causes everything to collapse and the mass to break apart. Okay. Uh, they said then your immune system cleans everything out. But what an amazing discovery! Sound waves like this, maybe so maybe break up the maybe, stuff. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Americans are scared of some strange things. One of the things we don't like: yeah. scratchy toilet paper. We like the soft two ply. Okay. As, fa- as a matter of fact, 57% of uh, Americans surveyed said if toilet paper in a public bathroom looks a little scratchy, mm. uh, they'll just hold it till they get home. If you could see the Which, wood particulate know. in it, <laughs> exactly. splinters and such. I don't know how you do that. You got to go. You got to go. Well, uh, you know, some people prefer home, prefer home territory. Who doesn't prefer home? But sometimes home field you gotta... advantage is better. <laughs> sometimes. I'm just saying. So move over, David Attenborough and Morgan Freeman. Jeremy Renner, Aquafina, and Angela Bassett have been announced as narrators for upcoming wildlife programs on National Geographic. Renner will lend his voice to incredible animal journeys, right, Balto? He says right. Uh, Aquafina is going to narrate A Real Bug's Life, and Bassett will headline Queens. All three programs will be available for streaming on Disney+. And that's your News Roundup. Ashley and Brad. Chances are, if you're listening to the show, you are part of the generations. And that's the game we're playing right now. It's a game for the generations. It's called Mind the Gap. Each of the questions tailored for the generations, there are only four at this. I mean, they haven't included the brand newest generation, which yeah. is Alpha. Who knows what they're thinking? But they've got Baby Boomers, Generation X, Millennials, and Gen Z. Okay, Boomer, let's start with you at the very top. First question. Okay. What were tough guys known as in the 1950s? Tough guys? Yeah. Is that a show? No. Like a tough guy you'd see on the uh, street there. Tough guy. I thought that's what you would call him, tough guy. Mm. You're a tough guy. No. No. I don't know. Greasers or hoods? Okay. Greasers or hoods. All right. Yeah. Answer your question. All right. Your boomer question. Yeah. This singer and guitarist, a key player transitioning. Oh, that's going to give it away. I'm just going to cut that part out. This singer and guitarist uh, earned the nickname The Originator. Well, what was the part you, you you didn't say? Transitioning from blues to rock and roll. Okay. Uh, who, who is known as The Originator guitarist? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. We were just talking about guitarists. Exactly. Pick one. There he was on be, that list. Ah, but sure. Chuck Berry <laughs> would be my guess. Nope. Nope. It was Bo Diddley. Bo Diddley would. Okay. Well, there's like I said, there could be any number of people on there. Uh, in 1985, mm-hmm. who teamed up with Mr. T in WrestleMania? You've told me this before. It's either Hulk Hogan or the uh, Sav- Randy Macho Man Savage. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. There you the go. Answer. I'm sure you watched that. You're on welcome a loop. that I've educated in something <laughs> yes, in the show. Thank you. I'm glad that's what stuck <laughs> in my brain. It's the most pressing information, by the way. <laughs> uh, name the TV show with brothers Brian and Joe and their friends Helen, Lowell, Antonio, and Faye. I loved this show. Wow. Two brothers? Two brothers. Yeah. 
It was set in Nantucket, if that helps you. Okay. Oh, uh, I loved this show. Uh, all right. I was going to, uh, because you said you loved it, I'm going to go with Wings. Yes! Yeah. Wings. Okay. Oh, all right. great show. Um, millennial question. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you know this show from Once Upon a Time. Okay. This reality show, this is, of course, the millennial question. This reality show hosted by Anderson Cooper gave contestants challenges, but someone on the team was out to sabotage them. What was the name of that? Anderson Cooper? Yeah. You remember the name of that television show? It's a reality show? Uh, apparently. Um, Big Brother? No. I don't know. The Mole. The mole. Huh. No. Yeah. I don't think I saw. Doesn't ring a bell, huh? I don't think I saw a second. Maybe that's of that. why it's not on did the you, air still. Did you? No. 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 Of course not. Okay. Uh, okay. Your millennial question. Yeah. According to Christopher Watkins' character, Bruce Dickinson, what was the only prescription for his fever? <laughs> Come on. Come on. I have a shirt that says this, actually. <laughs> Cowbell. Is More only, cowbell. More cowbell is the only question. Yeah, he won an Emmy for that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> he did. Okay. Uh, from the Gen Z questions, mm-hmm. let's see. It's right next to the hashtag, so you know it's got to be in pop culture here. <laughs> what does LMR stand for on Snapchat? Hmm. LMR, LMR Snapchat with the uh, oh. hashtag hmm. pound sign number sign Octothorpe. I was going to say, thinking, let me know, but let me. Uh, first word, please. Like, I don't think you're gonna. Get I don't it. think I'm gonna get it either. Like my recent. What? Like my recent. Like my recent what? As in post or Snapchat. Oh. I, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. And finally, for me. Okay. Finally, for you from the Gen Z cards. What movie soundtrack with Hugh Jackman stayed at the top of the charts and was a best-selling album globally in 2018? Um, probably Les Miserables. No, is you are one? incorrect. Hugh Jackman. It's not Les Mis. No. Uh, then, oh, uh, 2018, that was uh, maybe before. Then that would have been The uh, the, the Showman? The Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. that was such a good movie. Ashley and Brad. There are certain universal truths that we uh, often address here on the Ashley and Brad Show. In fact, sometimes they come up in the form of a question during a quiz. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the most dreaded question you get at family reunions or the holiday time when everyone's back together? When are you getting married? When are you having kids? When are the kids? How's your work? How's your job? (laughs) So along those same lines can come the the same, I I guess the same version, but are there certain relatives that you don't? want to particularly see during the holidays that may be the ones asking those questions. The dreaded relative. Mm. Because I don't, I can't, again, different different phases of life bring different challenges. Right. Like I said, there was a particular party that we'd go to every Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, some years as a kid, being dragged to that party, I'm like, I don't want to go to this party. It's the same people. It's the same conversations. Same it's the questions. same questions. Talk Every, about Groundhog Day. Uh, uh, literally. <laughs> but then as you game, became an adult and a little more wise, and you're like, you know what? That was kind of a good party. Right. The same people. See, very comfortable feeling. So right. the older I got, I was like, you know, I kind of missed that party. You know. But there were some 
people there. I was like, I don't want to have to ask the right. same questions to talk to them. So you know, I come surprisingly, maybe or maybe not, from a very loud, boisterous family. Oh, really? So, <laughs> so it was really fun. Like our holiday get-togethers were just a ball. There wasn't anybody I dreaded, but I do remember when I was really little, hmm. my uh, uncle Steve had been in Vietnam and he lost a leg, and he okay. always thought it was funny to take his leg off at the table, and that used to scare me when I was little. Okay. And he thought that was funny, so uh, that was the. I mean, I didn't dread. I just dreaded that happening. It's like, thank okay, you, Uncle Steve, for your service. By the way, where's he going to leave his leg this year? You know, that was just kind of. <laughs> I don't know, but that, so I don't anybody I dreaded. But okay. how about you guys? Is there somebody that you're like, oh? Please, not this year. Yeah. And why? We'll maintain your anonymity if you text us the answer. 888-922-7234. Ashley and Brad. Fun fact time with us, Ashley and Brad. So, like I said, it's not even Halloween, but we've been talking about Thanksgiving already. Yeah, and the food. Because Mm. the food's coming. And Mm -mm. this is one of, yeah, I'd say even turkey is optional some years, but this is alongside of the other demand item. It's got to be on the table. If it's not it's stuffing, there must be National Mashed Potato Day. Yes, mashed, mashed potatoes. And not, I don't want a whole baked potato. I want the yes, mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. They're so not sweet potatoes. No. Not yams. Oh, I do love sweet potatoes. Oh, not I love those, that too. but mashed potatoes. Yes. Well, they said, listen, the humble yet amazing potato, cultures all over the world have yeah. used this as a staple forever. I mean, humans started growing potatoes as far back as 8,000 BC. Yeah. So we've had these forever. And throughout Europe, the potato came important in the 19th century, obviously, but there's a lot of advantages because it didn't spoil as yeah. as quickly and you could just make so it satisfied your hunger. Mm-hmm. And oh, my gosh, we eat, by the way, literally 125,000 tons wow. of mashed potatoes Thanksgiving Day alone. Wow. Thanksgiving Day wow. alone. Wow. And of course, lots of varieties. I know that you're like, no, it has to be just the play. But yeah. you can do the instant. I actually kind of like the instant ones. They're not so bad. Uh, the blue potatoes. Yeah. Uh, you can put carrots in them, mushrooms, just plain, like whatever. You can, there's a million different kinds of ways to make it. You can zhuzh it. it up is you what you're saying. You can zhuzh it up. Okay. 